the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled up to my Chevrolet. I climbed up inside. I the Welcome back, everybody, or welcome, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and we're here for the next couple hours to talk about car, car repair, new cars, old cars, what do I do about this, and so forth and so on. But if you'd like to get in early, the lines get, kind of get stacked up the second half of this hour and then the all of next hour. But now's the time to get in. If you have a car question, it's easy. All you do is call 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we'll get you on the air just as quickly as we can. Gil will answer the phone. He'll ask you your name. And if you'll tell us what kind of car you have, how many miles it's got on it, and then tell us the symptoms of or the problem, then that would help us out a lot. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission that's in Tempe. He's the only shop in the East Valley, transmission shop in the East Valley, that I can recommend. Now, they're not the cheapest guys in town, and they're not the most expensive guys in town, but they do do top-notch work. 90% of their business is repeat customers or customer referrals, and they're pretty proud of that. And they have a nationwide warranty through the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association. So if you're in Texas and your transmission has a problem, Quality can find a shop and help you get the transmission problem fixed if it's under warranty. So Quality's been around serving the East Valley since 1977. If you give them a try, I know you'll be happy. I know you'll be pleased. And I know at the end of the transaction, you'd likely to call me and tell me how happy you are with their service. That's Quality Transmission in Tempe. Got some stuff here on the uh, wire. Here's a here's a complaint. It's not really a complaint, but this really got kind of ugly. And folks, this is welcome to the Mark Salem's world. And this is something I deal with every day, every day, every day. Now I don't hop on my white horse and go slay your dragons for you. You tell me what your problem is, and I'll give you some advice on how to get it taken care of. So the guy writes, he took his Toyota Camry into a shop. And it's a chain repair shop for an oil change, 74,000 miles. Now, this chain shop um, has certain things that they do real well. I'm not going to identify them for obvious reasons. Anyway, when he gets there after the oil change, they tell him the axle boots was throwing grease. And he says, let's fix it. So then they replaced something, and his bill was $560. And, folks, that, that, that doesn't make sense, but... I can't get a, 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 an answer out of anybody about why we went to $560. Usually, you can put two axles on the front of a vehicle, uh, two rebuilt axles, for $560. But he said he was informed that one of his four axle boots was throwing grease. 
So if you're going to pull an axle and just put a boot on it and put it back in, you're talking a couple hundred dollars. So I don't understand how the 560 got in there. But then he was told that it needed a rack and pinion, and, um, and that's a drivetrain part. And then he said, okay. And then, then they called him after they had the rack and pinion out and said it needs new tie rod ends. And he says, okay. And then he gets the car back, and it's cost him $1,800. Uh, light comes on, the traction control warning light comes on, and he takes it back to the shop, and they did get the warning lights to turn off. More than likely, they left a wheel sensor un unplugged, but that's what good shops do is that we test drive our cars. So the customer doesn't do our test driving for us when we hand them their keys and take $1,800 out of their pocket. The idea is, is go test drive it yourself to make sure what you did was right. So anyway, they got the warning lights off. Then when he turned the wheel to the real hard right side or left side, um, there was a large grounding, uh, uh, a loud grinding sound, and it took three more visits to determine that they had put the tie rod ends that they had sold him on the wrong side. So the left one on the right side and the right one on the left side. You, you, you have to be, you have to think at this particular point that your confidence is shaken. You went in there for an oil change, and they sold you a rack and, opinion, rack and pinion. They sold you $560 worth of axle boot work, and you've got problems from the get-go. you got dash lights on that shouldn't be on that weren't on before. And then you got this noise, and it took them three visits to figure out that the individual who had put the tie rod ends, now the rack and pinion is attached to the tie rod ends. The tie rod ends are attached to the two front, front tires. So that's how you steer the car. I want to tell you something. Nobody in my shop in 37 years has ever put the tie rod ends on the wrong side of the car. So anyway, they get that situated. Then, then he finds out that on his steering wheel, he's got all kinds of problems because the clock info button doesn't work. And then when he pushes the button to turn on the cruise control, the horn honks. And then he takes it to them and they say that it was not caused by anything they did. And they said it would, they would have to remove the steering column, and it was an all-day job to diagnose. So I get this three-paged email, and I gave you a synopsis of it. And I call him back, and I said, I already know what they did wrong, because we've done this wrong. You see, when we disconnect the steering wheel from the rack and pinion assembly, the steering wheel obviously is inside the car. The rack and pinion is outside underneath your feet. So we're going to take the rack and pinion out. We have to disconnect it from the steering column. And if you don't secure the steering wheel, then the steering wheel can spin wildly to the right or to the left 100 revolutions. Now, inside the steering wheel is this thing called a clock spring. And the clock spring allows you to have half of the harness, the wiring harness, stationary. And the other half will spin one and a half turns to the right and one and a half turns to the left. But when you don't tie the steering wheel down, when you disconnect it from the rack and pinion, then you run a risk of wadding up that clock spring. And you run a risk of rotating the steering wheel to the right or to the left an abnormal amount of times, which is going to destroy the clock spring. So for them to say this isn't their fault shows 
tremendous, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're just not seasoned veterans. And and then they put the tie rod ends on wrong, and then they don't turn off the traction, or they don't, they don't hook up a wheel sensor. Everything says inexperienced. And you can't afford to have somebody do what effectively is $2,000 worth of work that can't, that doesn't do, and this this reminds me of you know there's a there's a transmission chain that's all of a sudden started reading codes and fixing your cars. There's a couple reasons for that. First of all, transmissions are lasting a lot longer than they used to, and so some of the transmission shops have decided to get into general repair. The general repair opens up other income streams, but the problem is you've got a bunch of guys that have been working on transmissions all their lives, and now you're going to put them on air conditioning systems and stability control systems, computerized systems. You're going to have them doing water pumps and timing belts and timing chains and, and camshafts and lifters, and you're going to expect them to just grasp that from Monday to Tuesday. It's just not going to happen. So anyway, he then goes to the... Uh, and I think this place was a, a, a he called it a, a chain repair shop, but I, I think this place um, was a, a brake kind of shop, if I remember correctly. So I tell him that he needs to take it someplace else, and he needs to have the clock spring inspected. And he does, and he calls, and he says, that's it. And so they, he pays them to fix it, and now the steering wheel is now functioning properly. All the buttons work right, blah, blah, blah. So then he takes it back to the shop and, and he says to them, you know, you, you need to take care of this. And, and, and through, by guessing by golly, that got done. So I don't know if he's ever going back there. I mean, in my opinion, he'd be crazy to go back there. But, man, that, it just does our industry looks that bad and, and uh, on a regular basis. And, unfortunately, it's something that happens all the time. When you go in for vehicle emissions, I've been involved in the vehicle emissions program uh, since probably the early mid-70s. And I'm real familiar with the emissions control program. I'll tell you how familiar I am. Uh, last Monday, a gentleman that was 86 years old, a World War II veteran, a Korean veteran, and a Vietnam veteran, came into the shop, and he had an emissions failure. And the limit on his NOx was 300, and, and he had a 306 number. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm kind of figuring that this is a really small number. And I ask him, you know, did did you drive? Do you drive it hard? He says no. I says, do you ever hot rod it? He says no. I said, when you sat in line at the emission stations, did you keep the engine kind of racing? He says no. So I check the EGR valve, and I check the the operation of the EGR valve to make sure that it's working. I check there's no codes. And so I said, come on, let's go. Now, folks, you don't get this kind of service at my shop because I just happened to be there on Monday. I just happened to to be involved. So I says, hop in your truck. And so we take it down the freeway, and instead of being in fifth gear in a five-speed, I put it in third gear. And the motors, I'm kicking the motor up to about 2,500 RPM. And he's not real comfortable with that. It, the, the truck's not that old. It's got 80,000, I think, maybe 100,000 miles. I don't know. So... I'm going down the freeway about 70 miles an hour, but I'm holding the engine RPMs up really, really high. And so I turn around and I pull into the emission station. We wait. Um, I'm holding the RPMs up high. And then we get in and it's our turn to be tested. And his number drops from 307 to 167. And we didn't do anything to the car. But the idea was is the catalytic converter, the guy, this is the way the guy drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's just the way he is. It's okay. But the catalytic converter's all suited up. The catalytic converter hasn't been really hot in a long time. And it probably cooled off while he was sitting in the driveway uh, of the emission station and not racing his motor like he should. So as a result of that, I take it out on the freeway, and I think we went down the highway about 10 miles, turned around, came back 10 miles, and then we pulled into the emission stations in South Chandler. The idea is is that, you, and then I think his bill, and we also recharged his air conditioning unit and some other stuff. I think his bill was $125. So, And I think as far as the, I, I charged him to test the EGR valve and check the catalytic converter and, and check for codes, but I didn't charge him for me driving his car and taking him through emissions. The, the idea is is that you, 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 there are lots of shops out there that can pull this off. I'm not the only guy in the world that knows how to do this. I'm one of 100 or 200 or 500 guys. The problem is the guys at the brake shops and the transmission shops, they're not the ones to do this. They're not the ones to pull you through this mess. So when we come back, if you have a question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about emissions testing and why it is that you just can't disconnect the battery and then the engine light goes out and then you reconnect the battery and you drive through emissions and they're going to wave you through. That's not going to happen. A lot of you know that already, but I'll tell you why that's not going to happen when we come back. 602-508-0960. The Robert Graham Show, an insider's look. Politics, you can ignore it. You can be a passive bystander and you can kind of watch these games play out around the country or you can engage and be an active participant in something that's actually going to mean something. From the chairman of the Arizona GOP. We'll talk about Arizona. We'll talk about the world economics and things that are impacting the U.S. We'll look at the things that really matter to you. Sundays at 7 a.m. Brought to you by IQ Wealth Management. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Honest Appliance Service and Repair would like to remind everyone listening, whatever your plans are for upcoming Memorial Day weekend, highways will be busy with motors traveling to and from family and friends. So make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home. Brought to you by Honest Appliance Service and Repair in Buckeye. Service you'll be happy with. For more information, visit online at honestappl.com or call 602-814-6504. They're on the air because they care about the people in our community. That's Honest Appliance Service and Repair. We're Anthony and Linda Chuck. Chavez, wish you and your family a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. A taste of Buffalo reminds everyone, if you or someone you know has had too much to drink, have a sober friend driver call a cab. Remember, it's not only your own life you may be saving, but also lives of others, so please never drink and drive. Brought to you by A Taste of Buffalo, specializing in hot dogs from Buffalo, New York, chicken wings, and sandwiches. They're located at 17045 North 59th Avenue in Glendale. For more information, call 602-595-2000. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. 
it takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Get out to the forest. <laughs> And discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Our lines are open, 602-508-0960. We've got John on the line. I'm going to talk to John in about 30 seconds. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my friend Kurt, who owns Kurt's Auto Repair at I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner. He's a proud, independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop. He was just recognized as one of this year's Better Business Bureau Ethics Award for his category, and that says a whole bunch. Kurtz opened his doors in 1987, and he's been working on domestic and import vehicles, both gas and diesel. Kurtz will tell you if he's not the right guy for your repair. But they employ, in, in addition to that, they employ ASE certified technicians, which means your vehicle is going to be repaired by well-trained and experienced professionals. Kurtz Auto Repair is located at I-17 and Bell in Phoenix. John, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Well, good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking my call so quickly. I have to get back to work from lunchtime. Um, I have a 98 Ford F-150. I'm having a starting problem. Um, I put my key in. I turn the ignition all the way over. I get nothing. Um, I get my dash lights. Um, when I turn it over and make full contact, I get the one on the left that says brake, and then I release it if that comes off. Um, I replaced the positive cable line. I replaced the starter. It had a cracked uh, connection in the solenoid in any way. And I still get that problem, um, but I can jump over it by using the starter relay, and it fires right up. What might I be looking at, a neutral safety switch or just (laughs) tough luck? Well, um, you know, what you've got is a no crank, no noise, no click. Okay, that's Correct. a technical term for it. So you're describing, and, and if your testing is cor- correct, then you have a bad new, neutral safety switch. And if that's the case, you should be able to reach your arm in and turn the key to the start position and nothing. And then I want you to take your shifter, and I want you to pull the shifter towards you. Is it on the column on your truck? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Okay. Pull it towards you and just roughhouse it down to low and up to park and down up. Down, like that, and then put it in neutral, 
and see if it starts. And do that numerous times to verify that when you mess with the shifter, then the neutral safety switch is somehow cleaning itself up. I think the neutral safety switch on your Ford is going to be down at your transmission. I think it also runs the reverse lights as well. The car is only going to start and park in neutral, so you can kind of put the shifter in neutral and wiggle it and try to hit the key. And sometimes people will say, yeah, if I wiggle it in neutral, it starts every time. Then I know it's the neutral safety switch. But no click means that the signal from the key switch is going down through the neutral safety switch, and it's not getting to the solenoid that's job is to send 12 volts to the starter. So with no click and what you talk about, that you can go and jump it at the solenoid, then I say it's the neutral safety switch. Or in a way far away possibility, it may be the ignition switch. How many miles are on the truck? 178. Okay. The ignition switch itself is not where you put the key in. That's called the lock cylinder. The ignition right. switch itself is way down on top of the steering column down by the toes of your boots. Okay. And so that it's a, it's the electric part of the ignition switch. So it's not the mechanical part, it's the electrical part. In your particular case, you could probably buy that from a store and make sure you get it from a name brand and not some white box thing to where nobody's proud to put their name on it. And uh, and then you'll figure out how to put it on. It'll take a little quarter-inch wrench, and you'll unplug a harness, and you'll unplug that. Then you have to kind of time that as well. So the neutral safety switch is going to move back and forth, and you'll just make sure that you can go deep into the start mode when, with your key switch, and that's how you adjust it. All righty? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. All Appreciate right. your help. All right. You bet. Good luck to you. When we talk about vehicle, okay, we'll do less real quick. Les, good morning to you. How can I help you? I've got an older truck. It's an 81 Ford F100 with a 306. And when you okay. start it, it runs good. It runs just fine. Uses a little bit of oil, but not much. But now here lately, when it gets hot and you're cruising, it's starting to blow uh -huh. oil out the um, valve, the uh, oil filler tube, the oil breather cap. Okay. okay. Actual, I find oil actually, you know, on the the valve cover and on the hood of the truck. Okay. That, How does, does that mean the idle during this period? Well, let me ask you some questions first. Okay. Um, how does it run when it's when it starts acting up? Does it run um, rough? Does it idle rough? Does it accelerate rough, or does it continue to smoothly idle? It still idles smoothly, but it doesn't have a lot of power. Okay. It could be a couple, and I don't know, but your 81, does it have a catalytic converter on it or not? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, when you run out of power, is it like something's plugged the exhaust and you're, you're pushing on the pedal, the throttle all you, all you want and all you can, and it just doesn't have any get up and go? Oh, no. It's just like if I'm pulling a hill, it's kind of, it takes more to go up a hill or something, but I mean, it runs fine. It still runs. Okay. Just for, it, it'll right. use a quart of oil in about maybe like 200 miles. So it is just coming out the top. A quart? Huh? Okay. Well, it could be the PCV valve system is, is down, the positive crankcase ventilator. We're okay. supposed to suck on one end of the valve cover and then have fresh air introduced in the other. So fresh air comes into the motor. The PCV valve is on the other end of the motor. It's okay. sucking. So we're going to suck those fumes that come from, the, or as, as the clean air goes into the motor, it's going to move through, gather up the fumes, and the PCV valve is going to send it back to the carburetor, back to the intake. Okay. So the PCV valve system could be bad. The reason I ask you how it ran is because if you broke a compression ring or if you got a cylinder that's got a bad piston or a bad set of rings or something like that, 
then it's creating internal pressure that's going to blow the oil out of the filler cap. But normally, normally there's a, a an engine miss and a rough idle that goes hand in hand with that because as we lose one cylinder, then we lost one of your six. Right. And then you should know that. So I think because you say it runs fine, and I'm not willing to think that you, that 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 you you're saying it has a little less power climb in the hills. I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for a drastic difference between okay and not okay. No, and not you're really. telling me there's a small difference between okay and 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 just you know half okay. Yeah. So in in your particular case, I I would the PCV valve is going to plug into the top of the valve cover. It should have a good hard suck on it when an engine is idling. So you can un pull it out of the valve cover, and you can put your finger over on the end. And if it doesn't have it, that means you follow the hose to the port and then pull the hose off when the motor's shut off and look inside there with a flashlight. And if that orifice is all plugged up with carbon, get your shop back out in a drill bit and start cleaning that thing up. Ah. And if you can get that PCV valve to start sucking again, then that probably is going to fix your Oh, okay. Give it a try. That's the issue. All right. Okay. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The journey to retirement can be scary and complicated. For the best advice and guidance to navigate through the financial world, listen to the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4. Make sure you're not making mistakes during the planning process. Know what to watch out for and how to craft the most secure plan possible. If peace of mind is something that you want as you prepare for retirement, don't miss the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4 right here on KKNT 960 
The Patriot. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age. And I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. Well, I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Patriot app tip number three. Listening to Seth Liebson from 6 to 8 and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. I'm sorry about uh, that crash. That was my fault, and it had nothing to do with KKNT or Gill. So it's mine, and uh, I own it, and I'm sorry. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by our friends at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil continues to amaze me with his ability to fix transmission problems and, and, and sometimes other problems. A guy came in not too long ago and had uh, 170,000 miles on his vehicle, um, and he had some drivability issues as well, and they decided to rebuild the transmission, but I guess they agreed, they both agreed that there was a possibility that some of this work would need some additional work and that the transmission overhaul wouldn't fix all three problems, which was burnt fluid, a really old transmission, and this jerking problem. But at the end of the day, Phil fixed everything. So I was pretty proud of him. That's Phil. He's at 40th Street in Washington. He's been around, I think, since 1968. And if you've ever driven by 40th and Washington, they're on the north side of the road, and you can see Automatic Transmission Exchange, a good shop, and in only one of three transmission shops in the valley that I say you should go to. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Let's go to, oh, and by the way, Les, we talked about your PCV valve system, and I don't know if you heard me, because uh, I don't know where I dropped off, but the, the, the diagnosis and repair of your PCV valve system, even if you needed a PCV valve and you needed a hose and somebody had to clean out the, the uh, vacuum port, you're probably talking $50, $60 somewhere around there would be my ballpark guess. So if you needed somebody to help you with that, it's not going to be a real big killer. Um, but the, if that's not the problem, the PCV valve is not the problem, then the rest of the problem is typically pretty bad news. That means we've got a combustion leak and we're forcing combustion pressures into the engine, which is blowing oil out of the filter cap. And that typically signals the end of the motor's life is in the near future. So that's something you might want to consider. Jerry, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Hey, Mark. I got an 09 Durango with a shake in the back end. So I'm believing it's a tire. Uh, so I'm going to take it up to the tire shop. And I'm guessing I'll have them rebalance the back ones and put them on the front. Um, I think you're just you're way ahead of yourself. Um, it's it's not very likely. It's more likely you've got a tread separation that's going to necessitate you buying a tire or okay. two. 
um, it's it's not likely that this is a balance issue, although we hear that all the time. So if if you have a a a, a small rumpity 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 at slower speeds that gets obviously noticeable and shakes the entire car, then you've diagnosed it correctly. It's on the back of the car. Now, if you had your wife drive it and you sat in the back seat and you sat on the driver's side and on the passenger side, you probably can figure out which side it's on. If you wanted to, then you'd pull off into a parking lot and have your wife drive straight forward at a very slow rate, walking speed, while you looked at the tires individually, the rear tires, and you'll probably see a squiggle, a left and right snake-like squiggle in the tread of one of them, or you'll see where there's air in between the carcass of the tire and the tread of the tire, causing a big bulge on the tire. Sometimes a pair of gloves, you put your hands on top of the tire, and of course she's in park at this particular point, put your hands on top of the tire at 12 o'clock and just run them all the way down to the bottom and you can feel a tread separation so if 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 you have a regular tire store they're used to this kind of thing and most of the time we just put the thing on the rack and lift it up in the air and find out where the bad tires at and at that, that point then you can deal with whether you're going to buy one or whether you're going to buy two or what you're going to do but that's the process okay okay uh quick question uh, i only feel this when it starts about 60 miles an hour does that make any difference no, that just means it's not there yet. Um, I could still be wrong. I will admit to you, I could still be wrong. This could be a balance issue. But here's the beautiful part about it is when they put the tire on the balancer, they're going to be spinning at 55, 65 miles an hour. And if there's a tread separation, it'll jump right out at them, and they'll be able to see it right then. But usually we can we can see it on the tire when it's, we just spin it in the car. But if it's a balance problem, then yes, I would think you'd rebalance both rears. And then, of course, you would decide whether a rotation was the appropriate thing. Take the back to the front, the front to the back, or whatever. So, yes, I, I, I think it's possible you, you threw a weight or have a balance problem, but I'm still not going to eliminate a tread separation from the back end just because it starts at 60. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank All right. you very much for calling. Thank you. And we're going to – you bet. 602-508-0960 if you have a car questions 602-508-0960 David good morning to you how can I help you yes hi Mark how are you doing I have a uh, thank you okay I have a 2012 Dodge Challenger RT uh, 5.7 liter it, I'm the original owner I have uh, 55,000 miles on it I was driving on the uh, highway and uh, doing about uh, 65 and all of a sudden, woof, nothing. And, uh, other, you know, I got the dashboard lights and everything. I pulled over to the side, and there was a light on the dash that I, I looked up, and it's a spark, it's electronic throttle uh, control. And okay. uh, leading up to this, there was uh, something that was intermittent. Um, I'd be accelerating onto the highway, and uh, as I'm accelerating up to speed, there would be kind of like a flat spot. I would lose acceleration. I, as soon as I took my foot off the gas and put it back on, uh, I had no problem with acceleration from that point. So that it okay, happened. You don't need to go any time. further. Okay. You don't need to go any further. Um, they are throttled by wire. Is we have two sensors on the throttle pedal, and two sensors on the throttle blade, and they have to agree. So let me give you an example. Sensor number one in the throttle talks between numbers of one, let's pretend, these aren't the right numbers, but it's easier for you to picture this way, one to five, okay? okay? Then the sensor two on the throttle pedal only talks five to ten. 
Okay? So as okay. they talk, they better be the same. And if they aren't the same, and the values are in the numbers. So let's say that 1 through 5, 2.5 is the middle. And 5 to 10, 7.5 is the middle. So if the bottom one, if sensor number 1 reads 2.5 and, and the other one reads 7.5, the computer goes, gene, that's what I want. <laughs> but if they're even a tenth of a volt off, the computer doesn't like that. Likewise, there's two on the throttle blades. And so as you throttle, the computer has this little electric motor that and it opens and closes the throttle blades, and those sensors have to match. So the symptoms you describe, and I must say, wonderfully. Usually I get that great of a signal from a woman and not a guy, but you <laughs> describe them perfectly. you got a throttle-by-wire problem. So the question is, is which one of those sensors is lying? And so typically you're going to replace the pair. So it's going to be the two at the throttle pedal or the two at the throttle blade. They'll synchronize them, and then the computer will watch those. Now, your computer's going to watch these sensors 3,000 times a second, and we're dividing the voltage down to a tenth or a hundredth of a volt. So as we talk voltage language here, if it sees one of the pedals and we've converted the voltage language to a number, if we want to see 2.572, then both of them better be a, a value of 2.572. That's right. how it works. Okay. So throttle by wire is a very sophisticated system, but you've, you, I would, I'd bet, I'd bet ten dollars that uh, you diagnosed it right. It's the throttle system. Okay. All righty. All right. Now. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. I'm going to well, put you on hold because I got to take a break. I'm just going to put you on hold because I got to take a break. So we'll be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you exploring the idea of sending your child to a private school next year? 
Hey, it's Seth Liebson with 960 The Patriot, and I want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have been able to do for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. Through our partnerships with 10 schools in the Valley, we are able to cover half of the cost of your child's first year of tuition. So the timing is perfect. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call us at 960-THE-PATRIOT at 602-955-9600 to see if that school is one of our 10 partners. If it is, we'll cover half the cost of your child's first year of tuition. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call 960 The Patriot at 602-955-9600 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program at 602-955-9600. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Gail, do me a favor. Let's verify that the phone number we're using is the phone number, if you can, if is the phone number that we're supposed to be using, um, because I'm wondering if we may have picked up one of the old phone numbers as opposed to the new one, and the new one that I'm using right now is 7706, so I'm thinking we probably should, okay, but I just had Jeremy.
welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 47 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Let's get back to David because he's been waiting longer than I told him he was going to wait. So, David, I'm ready. Uh, if you just tell us now, what else did I leave on the table? Okay. Um, well, the um, the EPL, when that had come on after it had cut out completely, and now it's a, the engine won't start at all. Um, I'm just wondering if there isn't something further or the same issue. And uh, is it something that you think I can replace myself, uh, being a manufacturing engineer and a computer engineer, uh, or is it, you know, can you recommend that to me? Well, I don't know that the EPL um, is going to, and I have to do some research, but um, I don't know that it's going to uh, eliminate your ability to idle because we're still going to have idle circuit. And we're going to still have injector pulse width. We're still going to have fuel pressure. So I'm quite sure that your electronic uh, throttle by wire system is just going to simply eliminate your ability to throttle up. So I, I don't know the answer to that. It's entirely possible that y if you're running out of power that you're having a fuel system failure. Um, and, and if you're going to test that, you're going to need to have a fuel pressure gauge. And so when you cycle the key on and count to three, then you should be able to hit maximum fuel pressure. I think it's going to be 40 pounds, give or take a couple. So as far as, as putting those two in, um, you can go in with a voltmeter and backfeed those sensors. And if you understand that you know one of them is going to be uh, half of the other, then you can quickly determine that. But it's, it's a whole lot easier with a scanner, and you don't have a scanner, right. and, and no one's going to loan you a fifty, you know, fifteen thousand yeah. <laughs> dollars scanner right. to take home. So yeah. it's not a code reader thing. I think I think you'd be better off. What part of town do you live in? I'm in uh, North Phoenix, Fortieth uh, and Bell Street. Okay. Um, I, Kelly Clark is around the corner at Fortieth and Bell, and right, uh, right you could behind my go, church. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would just call them up and ask them. I'm sure they have a Dodge scanner, and um, I'm sure that they have the ability to to pull data from your car, and 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 the it's still the process involved with diagnosing a a no start condition where I got a crank but no start. That's fuel and spark issue. I mean, you could probably do that because if you check for spark on a crank and you got that, and if you add a little propane to the air intake. And right. it fires up and runs for a second and shuts right. off. Then psh, right. you got a fuel problem. But it could be a relay, it could be a rollover valve, it could be a fuel pump, it could be a fuel pressure regulator that's wide open and not letting fuel pressure build. So you have all those dynamics that that a, a, a gray-haired season guy is going to know what to look for. Yeah. So right. I, I'd, I'd give Kelly a call and see if he could handle this. Okay. All right. Well, thank all you right. very much. I appreciate it. Okay. You betcha. Bye. And won't thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. And let me tell you why Larry Harker's Auto is so important to me. Because Bob is a stone cold diagnostician. He is one of the best I've ever met. I'm not quite sure that I'm better than him. I'm not quite sure that I could diagnose some of the things he's diagnosed. He has just has the tenacity and the knowledge and the skills necessary. And I think what's important is, is he, from his area in 38th Avenue Indian School, there's quite a few shops in a general area, probably a five-mile radius, that actually send the diagnostic 
questions to Bob, he does he diagnoses the problem, then he sends them back to the shop where they affect the repair. That's kind of a dicey relationship between the two of them because if you diagnose it as A, B, and C and the shop does A, B, and C and that doesn't fix it, then ooh, it gets ugly from there. But Bob still has lots of shops that lean on him. So if you want to go to a guy for fast, affordable services who really knows auto electrical work, brakes, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, check engine light stuff, then Bob at Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue Indian School is probably where I would send you if you're anywhere close to him. All right, anybody else on the phone, Gil? Okay, 602-508-0960. We were talking about vehicle emissions, and here's what happens. When the check engine light, and that's called a CEL, when the check engine light comes on, the computer sees a problem. And it can see a problem, and, and <laughs> it can... It can see problems like air conditioning problems, transmission shift problems, heated oxygen sensor problems, fuel pressure problems, all kinds of stuff the computer can see. The emissions people want you to make sure you fix the car properly. So this is what happens. When you get done with your repair, you have to reset the computer's memory. You can do that by pulling the negative battery cable, or you can use a, a, a sophisticated tool like we do to erase the computer's memory. Now, the car has to go through what we call a drive cycle before the monitors are reset. And, and if, you, if you think, and, and this is what it gets to, folks used to have a check engine light on, and they wouldn't pass you with your check engine light on. So the folks would disconnect the negative cable. They'd wait 15, 20 seconds. They'd reconnect the negative cable in the parking lot of the emission station and then they'd try to sneak through because sometimes it would take a day or so before the check engine light came back on. But here's the problem with that scenario. The computer monitors what the engine and what the car is doing. And we have these little monitors. They're like little tattletales that we had in second grade. You know those kids in the class that told the teacher when we acted up and the teacher was out of the room? Well, these little tattletales are called monitors, and the monitors are watching all the different systems of the car, and they are not going to close their hands and say, okay, until your car goes through what we call a drive cycle. Now, let me tell you <laughs> what the drive cycle is. In order to accomplish the drive cycle, and what we do is we tell our customers this, if you just take 10 days and drive this car every day, you will ultimately handle all the prerequisites needed for the monitor to shut the heck up, okay? For the monitor to shut up and sit down and let you be tested. So here it is. You cannot, during the, during the generic drive cycle time frame, you cannot have your check engine light on. Your fuel level in the tank has to be between a quarter and three quarters. You have to have engine cycles, heat cycles, so you have to get it warm and then let it get cold. And that has to occur a couple of times, which means you have to park it at work and let it cool down and then drive it home and let it heat up and then cool down. You have to drive between 20 and 30 miles an hour for 22 minutes and vary your speed. <laughs> You have to stop and idle for 40 seconds and then gradually accelerate to 55 miles an hour. Now, if you think about that, everybody does that when they get on the freeway. You know, the ramps, the, the, the cycled ramps, the ones with the stoplights at the end, everybody has to do that. So you stop and idle for 40 seconds, and then when the light turns green, if you're like everybody else, your foot's to the floor and you take off. But they want you to gradually accelerate to 55 miles an hour. Then once you get to 55 miles an hour, you have to maintain 55 miles an hour for four minutes using a steady throttle input. 
then somewhere in this drive Okay, so we were talking about vehicle emissions. Hopefully, you got a lot of that drive cycle stuff. And uh, if you have any questions, I'm, I'm going to stay after the show for at least two or three hours. And if you'll email me, then I'll answer your questions. So my email address is pretty simple. It's mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. We're going to see if we can get our technical issues fixed. We thought we had it fixed, but evidently we didn't. And somehow or another, we are stacked up again. So... At the end of the hour, we're going to work really hard to fix it, but at the end of the next hour, we're going to talk, I, I'll talk to you on email, and you just send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, and I will be at your service for the rest of the day, so we will, and if you'll give me your phone number, I'll probably call you, because that's easier for me. Right now, though, the lines are open, 602 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.